Welcome to Sunspots, where we explore the many ways that the Holy Spirit is working in the people, places, ministries, and missions on the surface of the sun, that is, the Synod of the Sun. I'm Valerie Young, your Synod leader. My prayer is that you find inspiration, community, and connection in the sun. On this week's episode of Sunspots, we're going back to January of this year, and we're going to listen to a meditation presented by Synod leader and stated clerk Valerie Young at the called Synod meeting. At this called Synod meeting, the Synod voted to become a partner in the Synod of the Sun Partnership for Disaster Recovery, or SPDR. Valerie talks about how the SPDR and its director, will be a resource for churches and mid-councils to pivot in the midst of and after a natural disaster, enabling them not only to take care of immediate internal needs, but also to powerfully reach out beyond themselves into their communities. Our scripture today is from Matthew chapter 2, verses 7 through 12. Listen to the gospel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the last couple of years, I've gotten in the habit of ending my day by watching an hour or so of sitcom reruns. We all have our vices, okay? Mine just happens to be sitcoms because I like to end my day with a laugh. It's no wonder that in the past several months, I've been hearing Ross Geller from Friends shouting, pivot in my head. If you're a fan of the show, you know exactly which episode I'm talking about. Ross and his friends are trying to get a couch up several floors of stairs to an apartment. Here we go, pivot! it's going to pivot anymore. You think? <laughs> now, I would argue that they would they would have made it up the stairs if they'd stood the couch up on its end. But that wouldn't make for great TV, would it? Instead, we learn later that Ross must have gotten frustrated because he tried to return the couch to the store after having cut it in half. 
I know it's a little late for another message about the epiphany and the story of the Magi, and you may never want to hear the word pivot again, but I keep getting drawn into the journey. Everyone has learned in the past two years just what it means to be flexible. We've all gotten creative and undoubtedly tired and frustrated with the need to pivot. Pastors and sessions have had to pivot well beyond their comfort zones and the walls of their church. Presbyteries have been extremely flexible, and even your synod staff has planned and unplanned in-person gatherings of one kind or another in the past two years. While the synod was already accustomed to working virtually, there's still a lot to this flexibility thing. Now, imagine the hard pivots that the Magi had to make. How well did they know each other before following a star and searching for the newborn king? They must have had some really deep conversations on the road, learned a lot about each other, developed a lot of trust among them to not have just taken off on their own. I wonder if their patience wore thin or if they got frustrated too. Now think for a moment about a time when your community or one that you know of was ravaged by a natural disaster, a tornado, hurricane, flood, or fire. We've had enough disasters in the four states of this synod that we have all been touched by at least one. What kind of flexibility is required for the people in those communities in the moments immediately following and in the years it takes to recover? How do those most effective affected know what to do next or where to turn? How can those of us outside of the affected communities know how to pivot with our resources in order to help those communities? After the Magi worshiped the newborn king that was Jesus, they went a different way home than what was originally planned. What must, have been, what must that have been like? They were warned by God, had a dream, but who spoke up first? Who was the one to say, y'all, I had this really weird dream. I don't think we should go that way. They had built enough trust in their relationships that someone spoke up, hoping, trusting that others would be open to something different and have the courage to do something unexpected. Presbyterians in our part of God's world know what natural disasters look like, and we know how to take care of each other. The Synod Partnership for Disaster Response will make those efforts more efficient, yes, but it will also help us to reach beyond the walls of the church to the people of our communities, those beyond ourselves. The person that God calls to this ministry will be with us as we pave new roads, sometimes suggesting a different way, building our capacity and creating new ways of being in our communities. We don't have to cut our resources in half like that couch to get where they're needed. No, instead, this partnership is kind of like standing that couch on its end, a creative use of space and resources to help us all get there in one piece. Recently, in a blog post for the Presbyterian Foundation, the Reverend Larissa Kwong Abazia wrote, wrote about a season of epiphany, saying, Epiphany reminds us of the Messiah who touched the untouchables, centered the stories of the marginalized, visited the forgotten, and healed the sick and brokenhearted. 
We are called to do likewise by enacting ministries not tethered solely to our internal community. She's right. The SPDR, as I'm calling it, is one way that the Synod and our partner presbyteries are focusing efforts on mission inclusive of, as well as outside of ourselves. This effort, even as a pilot program, is a step in a new direction. New journeys can be a little scary, but let's face it, it's not the journey that's scary. It's the idea of failure that scares us. But we have done the work. We have walked together long enough, developing the trust it takes for one of us to take the first step today, trusting that others are open to something different. I imagine that the Magi's journey was filled with excitement and anticipation of what and who they would find, that star in front of them as a constant reminder and source of wonder that drove them. Let us pray that even when we're tired and frustrated, the star that is offered to us through Jesus Christ continues to pull us toward all of God's people and that we trust one another enough to go together. Amen. In the Synod of the Sun, we believe when we work together across boundaries, we make visible the good news and find wholeness as the body of Christ. In our common calling, we impact lives together. So let's remember to connect with, equip, and empower one another in the name of Jesus Christ today and every day.